Brian David Gilbert. And I'm Karen Hahn. Folks. Uh, folks. Fo- folks. Folks. Well, folks. the thing about yeah, making a podcast. Yeah, get on this folks action, Lauren. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to hop in. We're making this. I'm trying to make this as much of a folksy experience for everyone. We haven't recorded a podcast in four weeks. No, three. Longer than that. Uh, That's okay. It's fine. It's just also, I think what sometimes happens is that some of us have to go away for a bit. Here's the uh, thing about podcasts. It's like riding a bike. It's Just like, right it's like it. riding a bike. That's what I always say. Um, I feel no rust. <laughs> Karen is the least <laughs> rust rusty free. person. I, on the other hand, feel rustful. Not to say that I can't speak for 30 minutes about a good song, but I just have forgotten how this whole thing works. Usually I feel like I'd feel more comfortable if we came in and Karen immediately started ragging on the tweets that were (laughs) sent in. That would have made me feel like I was right back to it, you know? Right, here's the thing. Half the tweets we got this week were bullshit. I'm joking, but... Well, I mean, the thing that excites me about this week, so the prompt was crystalline. Mm -hmm. And the thing about several responses that we got is that they all tap into a very specific feeling that I think we all relate to, which is really wanting to buy the shiny rocks at museum gift shops. Yep. Yes. 100%. (laughs) Oh, my God. There was a whole period... A whole period of my life where maybe it's just the only things I remember from my childhood are shiny objects. Mm -hmm, I feel like that mm -hmm. is probable. But the fact that like every time we would go to like basically like a sideshow attraction sort of thing, like we would go to some random caverns or something because my mom wanted to go there. Yeah. And they would have rock candy and they would have topaz. And yep. I would look at the topaz and I'd want to take it or, or aquamarine or yeah. t- mm-hmm. turquoise or whatever. Mm. I uh. mean, the thing is that impulse like never goes away. Like Brian knows that sometimes I like to go get my aura read um, in Chinatown here in New York. And the place that I go to go get it done, they also sell like rocks that are minerals or crystals that are supposed to like help your vibe or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I don't necessarily believe that crystals will change your energy, but I like looking at them. Oh, yeah. I like the idea of having one to yes. look at later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. I also like reading, like I've been in a shop sort of off Union Square that sells crystals and there's this great like middle section of the shop. It also sells like lots of other things like books and things. I think I know um, exactly what you're talking about. They have like a big Buddha in the window. Yes, yes. Okay. Yeah. So I used to go in there with an old roommate and we (laughs) would read in the middle. There's like a big table of all different kinds of rocks and gems and there are little cards that tell you about each one. And I like nothing more than reading every one of the little cards and every single one you read, maybe this is not for everybody, but every single one I read, I was like, this rock could help me unlock my, yeah. t- this is the rock that I yeah, need. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Whereas suddenly like, this then- this one is for fortune. And it's like, exactly. I would I like I to make more money. Is that? Yes. Um, and I just, and I like to touch them and I like how, mm-hmm. oh, I, yeah. It is just the grown up think- version of like in the gift shop at like whatever beach 
down of that big barrel that looks like it's fully yep. full of those little soft yep. edged moncala mm-hmm. beads, but really it's like only about an inch full because the whole barrel is just <laughs> like the floor of the barrel is an inch below the rim of yes. the barrel. So you can't reach your whole arm in, but it is uh, enough as a child for you that. to get your hands in there and sift around and uh, yeah. Those oh, yeah. those little Moncala beads are probably the reason I played the Pokemon trading card game for longer than I probably would have. <laughs> just because I enjoyed when my cool friends had those little beads to use as damage markers. Oh, I was like, okay. oh yeah, that's so cool. I'm, okay. I'm into it. As opposed to the little cardboard 10 mm. damage pieces. Yeah, no, just that. use one of the gemstones. They're Absolutely. so cool. Yeah. Also, I'd say that like a big thing for me, outside of just the like wanting crystals to heal you, there is a part of, I feel like this is a common thing for anyone who lives in New York or any city where you don't have a lot of space is like the dream of like if I were to have a house in the country where I could have just as much junk as I wanted and there's always been a dream of mine to have one of those like five foot tall amethyst geodes that just like (laughs) sit in your corner of your room absolutely and they don't they're not useful but you can go look at them a little bit and you can touch them and like that's I've always wanted you know those ones that where it's like they cut a rock open so the outside still looks like a rock but then inside it's like purple Mm -hmm. yes I love that I love that because that's what I hope I am like in my Aww. heart. I hope that that I, I feel like cuz the outside <laughs> looks like a normal rock. A normal but the inside is always kind of purple, right? But yeah. sometimes yep. other colors. Yeah. But how do you know I guess that's a part of being a rock scientist. You know which ones. Yeah. Wouldn't it be awesome if all rocks were that inside? That would be yeah. cool. I do, I do think if for, for the pre-geology, all right? Think about how wild it was <laughs> for the first person to go over and smack a rock with a hammer and be like, be like "Whoa!" Oh. Uh, everybody, come here for a second. Y'all, you're not going to believe this. This rock got weird stuff inside it. <laughs> I do we got to hit all rocks from here on out. Like a lot of not knowing and the like examples like this where you're like, who was the first person who like opened a rock and was like, holy shit, there's like crystals in here. Like this to me explains so much about the genesis of early religion mm-hmm. where it's like yeah. you just, they, they just didn't know enough. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes. 100%. Right? Yep. Like, there wasn't enough experience to pull from. Why yeah. not? Um, but there are, like, three tweets that have images attached to them that really get to the core of the feeling that mm-hmm. I am trying to convey here. The first one is from not Hannah at Hannah Holmgren. Goblin Brain wants shiny useless rocks at museum gift shop. I should make clear, the text for these three tweets is, like, not super relevant, but it's, like, really the picture. And the mm-hmm. picture for this one is a box just full of tiny rocks that looks like it would just be, I'm pasting them in the Discord oh, as I yeah. T- yeah, yeah, talk yeah. about them right now. That just looks like it, you would put them together for like a bead set or whatever. Yes. Uh, the second one's from Katie at Test Subject Nerd. These bad boys that I used to steal from my grandma's house, like a little goblin. And it's a bunch of pictures of like those clear color pebbles that you would see at the bottom of a fish tank or a bowl mm-hmm. or something like that. You'll know as soon as you yes, see the pictures. Yes. Mm-hmm. Totally. And mm-hmm. then one from Emily Knight at Many Arts of M. The sticks of rock candy in every museum slash Cracker Barrel slash reenactment yes. gift shop ever, which I personally yes. love to mm-hmm. munch on. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That reminds me also, I was going to pull up this one since we're talking about uh-huh. both rock candy and everything from Daisy at Show Me Your Ears. Amethyst is just grape flavored rock, which yeah. <laughs> I do agree with. And every there is that, I think, partially because you can buy rock candy, but I do want a little treat of all of these, right? Mm-hmm. I do, when I look at them, I do think maybe I will have a little taste of that topaz. That does look like it would taste a little good. 
I also think there's an interesting unintentional connection between those tweets that you talked about, Karen, uh -huh. and that they're all like a goblin, your goblin brain. Yes. Mm -hmm. yes. We all have that side of us. Right. And I do want to think about goblins and rocks. And mm -hmm. I, maybe maybe there's something there for our song. We haven't made a goblin-based song yet. And <laughs> that, is a, that is a, and the a rich vein to mine. And the people keep asking for it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> if you could eat any, any one rock and it wouldn't hurt you, uh, which one would you like to eat? Mm. I think a lava rock, a really hot one that's still like kind of gooey, Ooh. and it's like it's <gasps> like so bright, it's like glowing. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's a good really choice. Good. If that wouldn't hurt me, I would eat it. But obviously, mm. it would kill me. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say similar to that, I would like a pumice stone, the ones okay. that got the because I'm thinking about like you those arrow crunch. bars or like crunch mm -hmm. bars oh, where yeah. they have a little texture. weird texture to it. I think mm -hmm. that'd be it's like nice. a rice cake. A rice cake, mm -hmm. yeah, exactly. But one of the dry ones, not the thick ones. Yeah. Uh, that I think for me would be about the shape of the stones and probably like a small, like some kind of circle stone. Really, probably I'm talking about the shape of a mancala bead, but I would like the feeling of that in my mouth. Like <laughs> yeah. a lozenge, you know, like a rock lozenge. Like yeah. a little, a lozenge. I mean, who among us has not put a mancala bead in there? Exactly, that's right? what I'm talking about. We all have, of course. A little junior yeah. mint. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. But like smooth. Right, exactly. Smooth. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it'd be good. Ah, into it. Um, I did like semi-related to this, a tweet from Bees at Bees Bees, which is welcome to my rock candy castle, mm. which is a vibe I'm very into. Yeah. I feel like it would be full of these beads and rock candy, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Full of little rocks. And one of those displays. Do you, do you guys ever see those too? It's like the same kind of vibe where you go and then they have like a thing where you can watch them like sift oh, the yeah. gold or whatever. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, we oh, did yeah. that once. Yeah. It's fun. I wonder sometimes about that where they're like, oh, look what you got. You got these two flecks yeah. of gold and a bunch of rocks and I'll a put it in a little tube for you. Mm -hmm. yeah. and, and then you, you can bring it home it with you for $40. Oh my God. 19 years. It'll be back there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Um, Precisely. I, on the sort of on the subject of being a child and going on vacation, I liked this one from Snacks Yumsky at Max to the K. It tells a story, so it's like a longer tweet, but it's when I was a kid, I tried to sell shiny rocks that I found at the beach as gems. I set up a folding table in my driveway <laughs> with a big cardboard sign and wow. waited for people to come and buy my shiny rocks. No one ever did, a fact at which at the time I blamed on us living on a cul-de-sac. This is so such a clear, <laughs> yeah, that's clear fair. like the folding table, like asking your parents, like, mm -hmm. hey. I'm going to, we've, I mean, we definitely went through phases. There was yes. a time where I thought what I was going to do was set up at the end of our cul-de-sac where we lived and perform magic tricks that people were then going to give oh me God. coins to do. Like it was just going to be a forever <laughs> long show where I'd perform the same three tricks because I got for my birthday a magic set, which included, you know, a deck of cards and then one fake thumb, which allowed you to like hide a thing <laughs> yes. in it. So really I had two tricks basically. And I was like, mom, mm -hmm. can I mm -hmm. set something up at the end of the cul-de-sac and like sell magic Aww. tricks? And she was definitely yeah. like, no, no, I don't, I don't think that's, no. <laughs> but the idea of finding cool rocks and being like, there's a market for this. People are going to love gonna this. Love People are going to go wild for yeah. my merch. <laughs> mm -hmm. I, I feel like there's like two things in my brain that cause that feeling as a kid of like being like, I can be an mm -hmm. entrepreneur. It's like, there's always a lemonade mm -hmm. episode of like some sort of TV cartoon show that you're watching and you're like, I can sell lemonade too. And then the other part, I think it comes somewhat from like 
Dickensian street urchins, <laughs> right? Or like newsies, where you see children back before they banned children from doing hard labor, doing hard labor in like old movies and being like, I'm also an 11 year old that is precocious and could make a whole business just oh by my myself. Why don't I go out there and do some magic? Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be great. Sort of tangential to this, there's not much to discuss about this tweet, but I feel like it has the same energy from Ariadne Pena, Arcane Orchid. We don't sell rocks, we sell yeah. minerals. <laughs> yeah. Just wanted to bring that up and move straight on uh, into this next tweet from Danny at Amassing Trivia. 55 Cancri E, the planet made of diamond. I just really like the idea, A, planet made of diamond, B, rock candy castle on the planet made of diamonds, Mm -hmm. possibly a tie-in to our astral PI if he he can travel to the diamond planet to find clues. Okay. Um, It'd have to be closer than Saturn, but otherwise, totally logical. Makes sense. We can uh, have that work. I mean, I can check if where, I mean, I don't know where this is, obviously. Um, (laughs) I think that's probably far away. If it's a, if it's an exoplanet, are you looking at a planet that's made of diamond? You're asking me questions that I don't know how to answer. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just looking over at Karen on a Wikipedia page called 55 Cancri E. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Okay. So it's an exoplanet in the orbit of its sun-like host star, 55 Cancri A. I'm clicking through to that. Um, Mm -hmm. It is 41 light years away from the sun in the zodiac constellation of Cancer. Okay, cool. I don't know where that is in relation to everything else. I I do know that that's- Within Utah's state constellation is in the Cancer of the Crab is their state constellation. Oh, okay. Unrelated to what we're talking about. But again, did a yes. lot of research on Utah when we made that song. So just so we know, this um, is this belongs mm-hmm. there. Uh, I mean, I can sort of figure it out by saying how many light years away is Saturn from the sun, right? <laughs> again. Okay, so it's less than a light year? Yeah, very way so less. So the than stars are further away? Than, yes, okay. way farther than that. But um, we can we can bend the rules of astral projection if he's got Galileo on his side. Um mm-hmm, That's true. Mm-hmm. Now, now here's my question. Okay. <clears throat> In terms of this planet that could potentially be made of diamond, are we making this song either just about this planet mm-hmm. entirely or are we going to focus on one person that's upon this planet, potentially a goblin? Cuz I I do have one specific tweet that i brought up from gray at gray underscore gooses stalagmite as in a stalagmite that is also mighty and Mm -hmm. i i do i think that there's something very strong about that not only because stalagmites in general stalactites are from the top stalagmites are from the bottom okay yes stalagmites are very cool i've seen them sometimes in my life uh and i've always been impressed by them because they take forever to build and they are strong as hell Mm -hmm. right like Mm -hmm. they're very they've withstood time and I like that just potentially as a as a concept, as a theme, potentially for our song. Yeah. What if he has a clue? The astral projection? Or he Private knows Galileo. Oh, we're really we're really diving into this full on story of I guess we did set up a very vague space in our first song of this EP. Yeah, that could go anywhere. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, I'm also just going to bring up one more tweet right now from uh, I'm Lizzie. I'm looking at the picture on your screen, and I have to agree that it's good. <laughs> it's very good. Uh, from at Wisehouse. This man's protective armor. <laughs> and I am going to have to send this, and it's uh, extremely good. Let me see if I can describe it well enough for the audience who, who might not mm, be able to yeah. see it. It's a man who has posted to the Healing Crystals group, and he says mega protection. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's a guy, and he's wearing a 
fl- like a newsy cap with sunglasses on top of it. But more importantly, he has with he has belts I, and I, chains. What I would describe as Immortan Joe's armor, but all <laughs> yes. crystals. It's all crystals and stones. It probably weighs, so I would guess, a hundred yeah. to two hundred <laughs> pounds of just different crystals. So even if the crystals themselves do not have magical protection. He is still extremely yeah, protected from anything yeah, that you'd have to get through. I just I love this image so much. I've been staring at it for a while. It's the expression and pose, yeah. really. It's so strong. It's a person who knows that they are protected, too. I think yeah. that's the most important part is that they're not just wearing this for show. They know that this is going to keep them safe forever. Mm-hmm. What if that's stalagmite? <gasps> what if yeah, it looks like I, that? I like that because I look at that picture and I think, right. yeah, mighty. Okay, can we can we potentially set up a, a little story? So we've talked about heroes and and powers before, but we haven't talked about the regular Joe, the regular goblin who doesn't have any crystals yet, and their goblin brain tells them they want a lot of crystals, mm-hmm. and they look up to someone sure. like Stalagmite, okay, who is a strong, powerful being, and they want to be as strong as them someday, and and maybe this is a song about mm-hmm. that goblin. I don't know if that ties us into astral projection PI at all, but but here's the thing. What if Stalagmite's missing? And that's why this oh. goblin is like, now is my time to get things, but now the astral PI is like, where's where I must find him? Okay, that's good. Maybe, uh, so are you saying that this goblin is the one who reached out to the astral projection PI to find Stalagmite? You must oh, find yes. my idol, Stalagmite. <laughs> His mentor we is have gone. Stalagmite's yeah. gone missing, yes. And Galileo has something to do with Galileo it. Galileo definitely mark? has mm-hmm. something to do with it. Galileo knows that Stalagmite has gotten too strong <laughs> with all of his crystal <laughs> powers. And this goblin's trying to both find his hero and also potentially become mm. his hero. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, this is this is we've gotten deep into the lore here <laughs> of this. We're just we're just really snowballing out of control with it, but I don't hate that. Um I love that. The hero's gone missing. That's always good. It's always great. Uh, Can I just bring up one final concept? Because I did not know this at all, and I absolutely love it. It comes from Panimal at German Disgrace, and this is a correct Twitter handle for this because it says, some gems are called, and give me one second to listen to the translation from Google Translate. Okay. Halbildestein. In German, it means half-precious stones or semi-precious stones. Okay. Uh, and I still think that's rude, is what Panimal says. And I agree, because we we have mm-hmm. stones, and then we have precious mm-hmm. stones. And then there's the middle section, which is like, I care enough about this. <laughs> but not it's not a ruby, right. all right? I know for sure it's not a ruby. It's also not just a piece of igneous rock. It's somewhere in the middle. But we're not going to say that it's that important. But here's the thing. I don't know enough about gemstones or any stones. If it looks shiny to me, sometimes people are like formica or whatever is, you know, fool's gold. But it still, still looks, looks nice. To me. Still a treasure. It's still yeah. pretty to me. I still don't have any problems with it. Yeah. And maybe that's our goblin. Maybe uh, I bring oh, it up he, just to, he yeah. is a semi-precious mm-hmm. stone that is looking to, he wants to, to, be, become, to become stalagmite. Yeah. yeah. A beautiful thing. I love that. deep. That's deep. (laughs) I 
see the crystals in my thoughts twinkling in my goblin But now that stalagmite's gone, so few gemstones still remain. I thought it'd always be right here next to me, protecting me from any source of pain. castle feels so bleak now that all his light is gone this diamond planet is so cold the days are short the nights are long but if he were still here he'd rid me his self-made rocky armor gleaming strong And I feel like I could break And I don't know what it would take To make him proud and stand my ground If I want to be like him I'll make some armor of So what are we calling this cinematic universe mm. of uh, Astral Projection PI and Stalagmite? Because we, what we are doing right now is building, this is just the world building episodes, uh, because we will be turning this into a full fiction podcast uh, later this <laughs> yeah. year. We're going to stop making songs. That, that, um, <laughs> Fully transitioning. Yeah. Well, I, I, maybe, I mean, here's the thing. We need to, we need to fill it out mm -hmm. a little bit more potentially to, to be able to finally pin it down and figure out the brandable name. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But at this point in time, if they couldn't pick up Green Bastion, HBO is definitely going to pick up a full universe because that's what's <laughs> hot right now. You want to make sure that you can have seven spin-off shows. Absolutely. 
And speaking of getting paid by HBO <laughs> and potentially not HBO, right. Karen, if, you want to talk to us about- If you want to give us money, <laughs> then if you want to support us, then the best way to do that is to go to, well, obviously listen to the podcast, but also go to Bandcamp at Let's Make a Music. We do put out EPs of all the songs that we make so that you can listen to them at your leisure without having to scrub through the podcast. We have three EPs out so far, so that's 16 songs for your trouble. And obviously, this will come out as an EP soon as well. So please do buy our music. We love for you to listen to it. And if you'd like to help us write these songs, tweet at us at Let's Make a Music. We put out a prompt, a word to inspire song titles, titles of songs you wish existed or your ideas and every two-ish weeks. And so if you reply to that tweet with your ideas, you might get your tweet mentioned on the podcast. And if you want to check out our other stuff, you can find us online. Karen is at Karen Y. Han on Twitter. Lara is on Instagram at Lara K. Gilbert. Jonah's music can be found at altogether underscore band on Instagram or thealtogether.bandcamp.com. I think I, Laura's LK Gilbert. It's not Laura. Laura's Gilbert. LK Good Gilbert. Catch. I think I think you're right, Karen. <laughs> Yep. That's good. I just checked. Uh, and, I am right. and if you want to find a fraudulent Lara on Instagram, uh, they'll probably <laughs> no, send you exist. F- fake links and uh, try to sell you fancy teas in their multi-level marketing scheme. You can find Lara K. Gilbert on Instagram. No, go to LK Gilbert at Instagram and you can find me anywhere. My name is Brian David Gilbert. You can find me if you just Google that. Keep an eye out for the continuation of this gripping of story. story. Yeah. At this point, we're, we're in this too deep. This is radio deep. drama now. Yep. We're going to have to keep it going. Yeah.